Y'all better not come to my studio with that fake shit. Y'all better not come to my funeral with that fake shit. Y'all better off realizing there's nothing that y'all could do with me. All I ever ask is keep it eight more than 92 with me, 100. Yeah, 100. All I ever ask is 100. Yeah, 100. All I This is uh. <laughs> <laughs> yo yo outtakes. yo! It's your boy. <laughs> yeah. Outtakes, outtakes, outtakes. Cool. Wow. I didn't really realize how hard you know it would be speaking on camera like this, but here we go. Hey, hello, welcome. This is Keeping It One Hundred. I'm Sean Alexander. Appreciate y'all tuning in. This is something that people have been telling me that I should be doing for a while. I've had multiple people try to tell me that I should potentially get into podcasting, that my outlook on life, I guess, is something that would be appreciated. I think that's all full of shit, but it's one of those things where, you know, if people tell you to do something enough times, it would be almost a little bit of a discredit to yourself to not even attempt or try, not let that uh, fear hold you back or whatever. So this is the first episode we have. Where I posted some suggestions, stuff online earlier, and wanted to see what people kind of wanted to talk about, different outlooks, different, see what they wanted to say. And my homeboy Santi here was the first person to reply, and uh, he trying to get me thrown off right off the bat. First thing this motherfucker is going to say is cancel culture. So we're going to deep dive into cancel culture. I'm going to introduce you to Santi for those who don't know him. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you probably know him, you know me. This is going to be exclusively friends, essentially, in the beginning, but uh, we'll see where this goes. So, Santi, you want to introduce yourself? My name is Santi, of course. Santiago, whatever you want to call me. I've been called um, Santiago when I, when, I, when I was brand new. Like, reading your name? Yeah, like, they were trying to say, like, Santiago, Santiago. They call me Santiago, just, for, just to make it more natural. I was like, sure. Whatever. I just wanted to be included. Uh, but yeah, we've been friends for three years? Four years? How's it been? Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I've seen you at the, at the club scene for a little bit, and then you went home, and then you came back. And yeah. I was like, I'm pretty sure that I saw you before. Yeah. And then we just started talking about that. Yeah. Right? Salsa community, man. Salsa community. I don't know Okinawa salsa community is crazy. That's a little sidebar. I don't even know if that's any relevance, but... uh. Yeah, no, it's crazy, it's crazy, it's crazy, crazy. But yeah, I'm I'm happy that I was the first one that you reached out to this podcast. I'm, uh, I have a lot of things that sometimes I, I, I feel like I have troubles talking to, but I think this is like a great way for me to improve my public speaking skills. So thank you for, thank you for having me here. Nah, man, I, again, I appreciate you uh, reaching out. It was one of those things where... What people reach out to me about, they ask me to talk about how, just, again, my viewpoints of things, and I'm lucky enough to where I talk to a lot of people and try to help mentor them, whatever. But starting a podcast with just deep diving into that, I feel like it's kind of hard. So when I hit up that Instagram, just kind of threw that question out there. And then, of course, you put that as the first one. I was just like, yo. And originally, I didn't know if I wanted to do a solo show. 
or if I wanted to have people come on eventually. I didn't know if I wanted to record it, if I wanted to uh, just be audio only. So yeah, I think it's interesting to kind of see where this is going to go. And I'm excited, man. I really am. But uh, so going back to this, why did you pick cancel culture? Because I think it's a hot topic recently. There are so many, so many actors, influencers, YouTubers, streamers that get hit on with this thing. Like they are, they have to be really careful about what they say and, or what they don't say. Because otherwise people are just going to hit them with the cancel. You can't be, you're not allowed to continue anymore. Like, screw your career, you know, in yeah. other ways. You know. It's crazy to me that, especially with, the, with, with today's society and what we live in, and we have such a forget-me kind of mindset, how you can say something back in, like, 2008. And now it's what 2023 that's what two 15 years later roughly and that could come and just be detrimental to your career in a negative way because of like a tweet that you put out not saying that not to be held accountable for your actions but it's wild to me that we always want to talk about like mental health and regression all this stuff but like we don't accept that people aren't the same as they were 15 years ago like yeah. that's crazy to me yeah, I feel like if people knew me, but like uh, they heard some stuff that I said back in the day when I was an immature young boy, then I'm pretty sure we would not be friends. If, oh. if we if we followed that the cancel culture thing, you know, because you, you we were different back then, right? We oh. we mature, we grew up. Oh, for sure. I mean, even and that's just that's just I feel like that's part of growing. Even accepting like our friendship now. You know, me, you, Jose, Johnny, David, like, if high school me saw half the shit that we do now, high school me would kick my ass. <laughs> high school me would be like, yo, that's gay. Like, fuck that. Like, yo, what are y'all doing? And it's more so just, I feel like as we've gotten older, we're just more comfortable. We're more accepting. We're more open-minded. But yeah, nah, man, like, just the ignorance level you have when you're younger is crazy and it's Crazy to think that you can get judged on that. Like, nah, I definitely know I said some fucked up shit when I was younger, and I know I've done fucked up shit when I was younger. But I feel like isn't that supposed to be part of growth? Like, exactly. Like, do you you do you think that your wife, if she found out some things that you said back then, like she would she would be like, oh, I don't want to be with him anymore? No, right? Like that. Oh no, I'm fucking awesome. Yes, you would. (laughs) 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 No, no. Yeah, no, no. I feel what you're saying. Yeah, but. I don't know, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. Well, do you feel, though, that... Where do you think this came from? Like, what, 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 do you think something set that off? Or? I think that it wasn't... I think it started being a thing when... After I graduated high school, like, maybe, like, mid-2000s, like, 2016, 17. Like, uh, when you look at R. Kelly or... Uh, What's the guy's name? Bill Cosby. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they find out all these allegations against, with some underage woman. Yeah. And to that point, they were like, yeah, we gotta, we gotta stop this man. We gotta put him to trial, send him to jail. Yeah. And then that way the families of the, of the victims can, can have a closure. Yeah. I think that's where it started. Like, people, you, you know what I'm saying? Around that time, yeah. yeah. When, when, 
people starting to come, you know, one person. I think around the like around like the Me Too movement and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And what's crazy is when it first happened, I was for it. Uh-huh. It was, and I'm not, I'm not completely against it now. Excuse me, to to a certain extent, but I was, you know, I was for it. I'm a very big. I need uh, data and facts first, so I'm very big on I need all the information before I can make a call. But yeah, like if people were doing messed up things and stuff happened, then they need to be held accountable. I I understood that. I feel like out of nowhere though, and especially with the advances with social media, that it just kind of spiraled. Like again. You're not the same person you were when you were younger. I'm not the same person I was when I was younger. And to know that we run at risk of applying for a job or going up for a political figure or even just trying to create a public image, because you'll see it happen to comedians all the time, where they're, one, their craft is comedy. So the way that they think is already different, and then they go into it, and it becomes very big on, hey... This guy's funny, but remember when he said this, trying to be funny, you know, mm-hmm. years ago? And now, they're no longer in a situation to where they can reach the same amount of people or the audience that they would, because, boom, acts. You said something fucked up a long time ago, now you're done. That's that's crazy to me, and I think social media really pushes that out there. To an extent, I feel like we we have too much access to information. Yeah. Too much info. We have access to too much information. It doesn't matter if the information is right. It doesn't matter if the information has been checked out or who wrote it. It's the simple fact that we have access to everything. And to be truly honest, I don't think we should. I always hear the thing, well, it's my opinion. I have a right to opinion. And I was just like, yeah, I guess. But that shit don't fucking matter. I don't give a shit about your opinion. Like, your opinion is cool that you have, but if it's your opinion against an astrophysicist, on matters of space, I could give two flying fucks about what your opinion is, because you don't know shit. Like, mm-hmm. everyone feels like, oh, I'm entitled to opinion. I used to have to hear people say this shit all the time. I was like, yeah, but it doesn't mean that I have to fucking listen. That's when they pull the freedom speech. Yeah, yeah like, like... I can say whatever you want, okay? And I also don't have to listen to what you say. You can't just make me trying to agree with you or just follow whatever you tell me, that your, your beliefs, you know? Yeah. No, that's crazy to me. I feel like I low key at times wish the internet was restricted. Like <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't, and I, I seriously, I mean that. I hate the fact that you can look up anything and then just confirm what you were already thinking, mm-hmm. and people think it makes them smart. And it's just like, no, now you just sounded like an educated dumbass. <laughs> like, just because it's on the internet doesn't mean that it's true. Like you gotta a hundred percent make sure that everything's accounted for you know some people just rely on one source and they they just go nuts about it you know it's crazy how we used to have a time when whenever research came up you had these people that would dedicate their lives years and years of research and looking on this stuff and and doing this and they go in the field and they try out hypotheses and try all this stuff out and now it's just like Yo, my uncle was working on his truck, and some shit came up on his phone, and I don't think we should eat celery no more, because it's bad for you. It's just like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, nah, he read it, and it came from so-and-so, and it's followed by .org, so that's good. 
It's just like, no, that's not how that works. Like, you're not an expert just because you read an article. I don't... It, it's fucking aggravating that this is where we've come to just because of the information we're able to get. And again, that ties back into everything because it's just like people are so willing to take information or something that someone said and just run with it. And now because of how they feel about something or what they read or how they think they should be offended, it blows my mind. So Bianca's Puerto Rican. I'm black, obviously. Are you? Yeah, I, at least I think <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> I like to hope so. It, it is a really bad sunburn if it's not. <laughs> but, uh, so, it's, it's, it's funny to me, because every now and again, we'll, we'll run into situations where she gets, like, offended for me. And I guess I should be offended, but it's also one of those things where I, I can balance out, like, I, I know the intentions behind things. So shit will happen, and she's just like, hey, I think that they were doing so-and-so, you know, because you're black, or because I'm, I'm like, yeah. And she's just like, yeah, like, don't you, I'm like, I mean, yeah, it is what it is. She's like, but it shouldn't be is what it is. We should, and I was like, I mean, yeah, I guess, but also, like, I don't give a fuck. And I'm also a very big, like, situational person. I'm not going to be mad at a 60-plus-year-old person for being racist. Because that's the fucking time they grew up in. That's embedded into them. They were around during Jim Crow. Like, they're queefing dust. So they're <laughs> old as fuck. Like, I don't... They got five years tops most of the time. Like, I don't give a shit. But it's one of those things where... You... I feel like through life, we learn how to... Organize, or... I can't think of the word, but learn how to place where our anger should be, or we used to. We we knew, like, hey, this had no... And Japan's a prime example of now. Some of the most fucked up, racist, bullshit shit I've seen has come from Okinawa. Has come from Japan, and I have felt nothing about it because I knew it wasn't intentional. It was literally due to ignorance, and ignorance is not a bad word. Ignorance just means lack of information, you not understanding something. It was literally just... The people who were living here who did whatever I saw that was fucked up, they just didn't know that it was fucked up. So it wasn't them trying to do it with ill will. Like, they weren't doing some fucked up shit, like, just to mess with you. It was just like, oh, I saw this on TV. I thought it was cool. And then they acted out. And it's just like, all right, cool. Like, I'm not going to be offended by that. I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't hang, I can't live in Japan or hang with these people ever again. Like, no, because that's not what they fucking meant by it. It is wild that... I feel like that's the attitude and mentality we used to have, and we just don't have that no more. Like, everything that's offensive, people have to know that it's offensive. It's like shoved in your face. Like, this is offensive. You should be offended. It's just like, why? Do you know, like, the, those uh, YouTube videos where there would be, like, some person trying to impersonate somebody? Like, they were, like it was a white guy. He was wearing a, a, a whole sombrero, poncho, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And he would ask... The white people, um, well, it would be most Americans, but it was predominantly white people. And they were like, do you think this is offensive? And they would say, yeah, that's offensive. It's not your culture. Why are you doing that? Mm -hmm. But then the same person would ask to Mexican people, Mexican older, elderly, and they were like, oh, yeah, you look pretty cool. Like, you see, like, their own culture don't get offended so easily about it. There are so many people who think that 
if you get offended about it and you try to, it shows that you're trying to support that race or ethnicity, yeah. but you really are not. Like you're just creating more problems where it shouldn't be. And that brings back to this, the thing that you were saying. Like there are some people who getting entitled about getting offended about some stuff that shouldn't even matter. Like they don't affect your life. So why should you? And that brings back to the cancel thing, you know, and the internet plays a big fact, a big factor about it. They take all this information that people put online that sometimes it cannot be true yeah. and they just push the, the cancel agenda. It's just, I don't know, man. It didn't used to be back, back, back then, what, when, when you were younger, like the internet was not a thing. So how the, the, the cancel culture was not, was not oh, existent, no. right? Oh, no. This, I mean, it, you, can, you can see it in the movies and the shows and stuff like that. Disney's huge on it. And I like what Disney did. I like how Disney went about it. If you watch certain movies on Disney Plus, they'll have a warning or a disclaimer at the beginning of it. It's like, hey, the, these films were made during a certain time, the depiction of certain cultures or whatever. We understand is offensive now or whatever. We apologize for what was put out there. They have this huge political message. By the end of the day, they're saying... We gonna run this movie as we fucking as we fucking filmed it because was it fucked up? Yes, but are we gonna take away from the fucking craft because nah. of where? Nah, we know it's fucked up, but y'all motherfuckers still watch that shit because y'all like it. Pocahontas by Native American standards is a horrible movie, and I agree it is. Like if you look at Pocahontas' actual story, her being kidnapped, or whatever, dude, that was purely a cash grab for Disney. They made money off of it, but it also has some things like. Colors of the Wind slaps, and I'm not gonna not watch Pocahontas because, like, yo, that shit's like the what was it the Kokomo meme with the dude running? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, super offensive, super fucked up. I get it. Yes, I would never actively do that in front of like my native friends. But the thing that gets me is I'm a very big all or nothing person. All or nothing, either everything's off. Either nothing's off limits or everything is. Mm -hmm. Because that is such a very dangerous line to draw to decide, hey, you can't say this. All right, cool, you can't say that. All right, now you can't say this tomorrow. All right, cool, now you can't say this either. And it's, where do we stop? Whose decision is it to say what you can and can't say? That's a very, we always claim freedom of speech. If we're going to do freedom of speech, let's do it all the way. Mm -hmm. That being said, again, I am a black man. I use the N-word very fluently. Um, I call any and everybody it. <laughs> I inanimate objects. It doesn't matter. I'm like Donald Glover, man. Just like, <laughs> you know, put a seat on Come on. Like, that being said, because of this, uh, I have two kids. You, you met them. Cat, when she was like two years old, three years old, we're around the house, and I'm doing something, and I don't know what I was doing. I can't remember what I was doing, but whatever I did, I fucked it up. And Bianca's just like, come on, like, what are you doing? And my daughter, without missing a beat, just looked up, she's like, nigga. And then just went back to doing what she was doing. My, she was like two, if that. And that was such a confusing day for me. Because here I am as a parent, and I'm like, yo, I don't want you to say these words because I don't want you to get in trouble. 
but I was also so proud that she used it in the right context. <laughs> like, yes, you knew exactly how to use that. I am daddy raising you right. I'm <laughs> proud. But no, it's, it's one of those things where I, I, certain things just blow my mind. I, it, it bothers me because this falls in the line of cancel culture. I would say my own race is one of the worst for it. How, you know, we argue for equality and stuff like that. And then we get mad at people for saying words in a rap song. I saw a clip where Kendrick Lamar called this girl on stage and he asked her to rap with her. Oh, I and saw yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she was rapping on stage and she said the song and he cuts the music. And it was just like, yo, like, you can't say that. And she's like, I can't say that. He was just like, nah. And then he, like, kicked her off the stage. And I feel like as an artist, that was so irresponsible of him. Because, again, we live in the age of social media. People found her uh, social media sites. They started sending her, like, threats and calling her racist and all that stuff. She was singing the lyrics as the song described it. Where do we draw the line? Either all or nothing. Either you make a song, you have these lyrics, and everyone can say every lyric, or you don't make a song and no one can say any of it. Like, I, it, it's such a hard pill for me to swallow to say that only certain people can say certain things. Mind you, again, context is key. I can tell if someone's calling me a derogatory term, whether it's with a hard R or not. They can hint, end it with a soft A, but I can tell if they meant it negatively. <laughs> like, like, you nigga. Like, hmm. He didn't have the R in it, though, so it's okay. Like, no, that's not how that works. Like, what did he say? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> Like, no, nah, man, so it's, just, it's one of those things where it's it's crazy to me how we look at these things and it's just, this is where we are. And again, I get it. I do. Again, with the Bill Cosby thing, with the, um, I think it was it was someone else, too. It was like Bill Cosby, obviously, absolutely, the big one. You know? um, there's, there's, there was a lot of stuff where people had to be held accountable for their actions. But then again, it started, I think, with, with the rise of the internet because not a lot of people knew about all this information about all these quote-unquote perpetrators. But then when the internet came out, then everybody shared all this information and they're like, oh, well, now he has some allegation and everybody knows about it. Yeah. And everybody knows the business and everybody makes their own stories about it. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Um, dude in the news right now, uh, Kang. Um, oh, uh, Majors. Yes. Michael, Michael Majors. Yeah. Uh, uh, Jonathan. Jonathan Majors. Jonathan, yeah, 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 Jonathan Majors. He's a prime example of that mm -hmm. shit. They canceled the fuck out of him. Hard, so heavy, fast. and fast. And come to find out, it's still ongoing. But they're now they're talking about his girlfriend was the one that was hitting him. It was, there's it, evidence that the driver, there were some security cameras. Like, there's everything that supports him. Yeah, and people are coming out the wazoo now talking about, oh, he's been abusive for years and mm -hmm. all this stuff and whatever. And it's just like, but was he? I'm not going to say he wasn't. I don't know the man. I, can, I don't know him from fucking up and down. But it's one of those things where it's crazy how fast something, especially today, how fast something happened. And then out the wazoo, it's just like, I volunteer. I volunteer as tribute, like, pick me too. <laughs> He once sneezed and didn't cover his mouth and it hurt me. Like, you know, mm -hmm. people just come up off the fucking wazoo to to say something. It's just, when do we stop? When is enough enough? And is it even accomplishing the mission it set out for? Like the Me Too movement, 
was a great movement initially, but then overcorrected. LGBTQ community, great movement at first, but overcorrected. They're fucking bullies now. They are. They are. I'd like, and it's sad because I do have so many friends in that community, and they're not like that. But the same people who say that are the same ones who polarize cops. They're the first ones to say that all cops are bad. Mm-hmm. But you're like, don't think that way. All right, cool. I'm not going to think that way. What if someone said all black people are bad? We'd be like, don't think that way. And it's just, it, you, it's so dangerous knowing where and when to stop. Because even what I'm saying right now is technically risky. But it's, it's fucking facts, bro. Like, I feel like we have an issue. It's like we're on the road. We have an issue. And we fucking veer off the road a little bit. And instead of just correcting that issue, we're like, oh shit, we're veering. And we just fucking full send that bitch. Mm-hmm. And now we're on the other side of the road. So it's just like you had where you should have been and you just kind of kept going. And you see that with so much shit. With Me Too, with cancel culture, with LGBTQ, with you know the police rioting and all that shit. They just had some shit happen in France uh, the other day. What where the, the French police killed this kid. And he was a 17-year-old kid during a traffic stop, and it was a potential abuse of power, but they're fucking rioting in France right now. Like, if you haven't seen that shit, they are rioting their ass. It looks like the States. It looks like Ferguson right now in France. And it's just one of those things where it's it's crazy how fast social media can kind of take this shit and just blow it up and just, it just fireballs out of control. And I feel like that's what's happening over there right now. And It's, it's crazy watching it happen to another country that's so well-developed. Because normally you only see shit like that in America. America. <laughs> like, we're number one country in the world. Uh-huh. You know, but we're the fucking riot capital of the world. But, um, yeah, you don't normally see that. You don't, you don't see that shit happening. Actually, that shit did happen in Japan. That shit happened in Oki like three months ago. Did you what's hear that? What's that about the military? Nah, that, the, the cops that blinded that one teenager. But that's hear yeah. about that. Again, Japan's smooth with that shit. Yeah, the cops blinded a teenager out there, but see, they did it right. The cops blinded the teenager uh, during, like, it was it was abuse of power from what it seemed. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, everyone just came and fucking ransacked that police station. Like, oh, it was, yeah, it was all in the news and uh, Japanese uh... news. They ransacked the police station, and that was it. That was it. Of course... Japan's gonna lead the way of doing something like right and clean and like you know hey we're riding but make sure we clean up the sides of the streets and we don't do, like like <laughs> it a, only only Japan can have a, a a peaceful riot but yeah now they fucked that police station up really? they're like throwing bricks at the windows and all that shit but it was only like there yeah. and nowhere else <laughs> so like people were still going to Family Mart and Lost it's like oh my god they're riding that's crazy oh uh, yeah can I get a spicy chicken <laughs> like, like you know. It, but yeah, no, that's what's happening in France right now. And it's just, you see that happen so much. It is just, information just gets out there, of course. The only reason why I know it got as bad as it is because all the fucking memes that come out. Oh my God. The, no matter what happens, when something like, like uh, the, the, the memes hit faster before the news. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's what the society is right now. Like, <laughs> That is one thing that I feel like cancel culture has helped increase memeing. Cancel culture is great for memes. Like, I fucking love the memes that come out. Especially with the, the fucking the submarine dudes. Oh my uh, god. The memes for them shits have that been was, A1 primo. Dude. That was as fast as Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. 
I found out about the memes before I even heard about what happened. I thought it was like part, some part of like somebody like edited that. Yeah. That stuff. So did I. So did I. When I saw it, I thought it was edited. Yeah, but then they all they were just saying they were saying memes, and then right after that, cancel Will Smith. Yeah. Cancel Chris Rock because of, of of the slap and also what Chris Rock said. You know, I don't think his career ever really fully recovered for that, which is crazy. How Chris Rock got canceled. When he was the one that got, again, holding people accountable, he fucking got assaulted. He got assaulted. Mind you, it was just a slap. And the thing that I think hurt the most, or what pissed him off, and what pissed me off, was just everyone's reaction to it. So one, again, famous people are people. I will never say that people aren't people because they put their pants on just like they do. But for me and you to think that we have any kind of understanding or brevity or kind of comprehension of what happens at that level, I think it's just dumb as fuck. Like, I don't make hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars, so I can't pretend to understand I know hundreds of thousands of millions of dollar people problems. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't know their lifestyles. I don't know any of that shit. So for me to have some kind of insight is, is, is wild to me. And the thing that got me the most was Chris Rock, he did a special mm. about a year or two later. And people, it was the first time he really spoke about it. And people were like, oh, it's so distasteful that he would still bring this up. He's still dwelling in it. And it's all this stuff. And he was never that funny anyways. And all this stuff. And it's just like, what? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck You, I've heard you bitch about a scrub-ass dude you was with in middle school. And you complain about him now, and you fucking 45. I don't want to hear you talk about him, a comedian whose job is it to talk about their life, who had a traumatic event happen on national television, a syndicated show, I want to say. I, I think it's syndicated. It was like the Oscars or some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, it was the Oscars. A major show that's shown worldwide, and you're upset that for the first time he decided to talk about it, and you're calling him bitter? Like... No, you can suck a whole dick. Like, and he won an Oscar right after that too. Yeah, Will Smith <laughs> won. A, he took away. So for black people, it was it was super harmful because he took away from so many moments. Um, I think that was the first time that it was directed or ho- it was directed or something was done by a black person. It was the first time. Oh, the war that was being won was like a big one. Like it was a very big night for black people at the Oscars that night. Mm-hmm. And all of it got canceled. All of it got taken away because of the slap. And immediately, people went into, you know, going after Jada, going after Will. I think they're fucking weird in the first place. Like, I think that whole dynamic. But again, rich Jada, people, rich Jada people. is the worst for all of them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know her. I just, well, I, I, I'll say, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know her personally. Do I agree with some of the stuff that's been said? No. Do I think their kids are weird as fuck? Fuck yeah. Would my kids be weird as fuck if they had fuck you, fuck me money? Probably. But like, you know, I don't know. I try not to pass judgment on people that I do not know. I'll call shit weird and I keep it moving. That's but she just cheated on him. She admitted on a national TV that she cheated on him. But other people have said that he's cheated on... They, they said they've had an open relationship for years. Yeah, but he didn't do it first of all with the son's uh, best friend, which is... Yeah, that, that was wild to me. That was wild to me. That'd be like, yo, 
That'd be like me bringing Brit- Benny home to my mom's and then him just like knocking her down. Like, yo, Benny, what the fuck? <laughs> ah, bro, you know, what are they like, like, yo. <laughs> yeah, now nah, that that part was wild. But again, they're weird ass fucking family. Who's to say that motherfucker didn't put his mom's onto her? We don't know. You're right. Yeah, like, like, or onto him, like, you know. But you you can see how hypocritical he was because he was laughing at that joke yeah and then and then jada looked at him and he was like oh shit i, I gotta slap you now in front of white people and just like <laughs> i don't know man again i don't i don't know their dynamic i don't know like maybe he was high as fucking and fucking the joke took a while to kick in you never know like this um, you know, maybe it, it, it could be i'm just gonna say i'm my name is Dimmit, and I ain't in it. I don't fucking know. Like, <laughs> nice. But yeah, like, nah, I, I get it. But it's just the whole fallout for that shit. And now, I feel like with Will Smith, that was one of the times where cancel culture, to an extent, was done. I don't want to say done right, but I understood the outcome of it. It's hard to have this man who portrays such a wholesome public image, and mind you, everyone has a bad day, but who portrays such a wholesome public image, have the meltdown the way he did, and then even his apologies, like, his first few apologies felt fake as fuck. So it was just like, it was hard to look at him the same way. Mind you, I'm still gonna watch iRobot, because I fucking love that movie, and I fucking love Wild Wild West. I'm like, I'm not gonna let his actions stop me from having a good time. Yeah. But it's just one of those things where I felt like that was one of the few times where people didn't overreact. But again, he's Will Smith. Like, good luck canceling Will Smith. He's gonna have to like touch kids or some shit for you to cancel Will Smith. I mean, some people couldn't get can even get away with that. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But yeah, no, nah, like, but I feel like that was one of the few situations. And and, and the thing that really gets me on cancel culture is again the all or nothing. I don't think people who are, like, diehard fans of the cancel culture really know what they're doing. Because if we really get to the cancel culture, and, like, if you follow that shit to the T, there's a lot of shit you have to give up. Look at all the inventions that were made by fucking Nazi scientists and shit like that during World War II. Look at fucking, I think, there was allegations of Dr. Seuss being abusive to his wife and shit like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? There's... If you deep dive into anything, you'll find the people behind it were more than likely fucked up. There's a whole beef between fucking, was it, Tesla and Thomas Edison and oh, shit like yeah. that? Don't, I don't see motherfuckers not using light bulbs. <laughs> 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 like, I'm going to send the dark because I, I believe my cause. I'm like, nah, fuck that. I just, I just got a fucking PS5. I'm playing that shit. I'm going to run my house in AC now. Facts, <laughs> like, yeah, nah. It's just, it's so... It's so dangerous, man, just how deep and how fucked up it can make people's lives. Do you think that there are, there's a cure for it? Not not necessarily like something that it can be changed right, right away, but what do you think is something that it, us people can, can, hey, let's turn it down a little bit with the cancel because... Like like you said, everything is online. Everything is people are gonna make their speculations. But what can make people stop pushing the the, the the cancel agenda? I don't think there's anything we can do. I think it just has to run its course. Where 
we're uh we're at a time in our lives to where we have access to limitless information and we are the dumbest we've ever been <laughs> and i think because of that it'll it'll blow over i think it'll blow over because we'll find something new to jump on we'll find something new to be offended by we'll find some new cause to support like it's it's almost like the meme calendar January is this. This is what oh we're caring about. February, yeah. this is what we care about. March, and, and that's all it is. If you notice, Me Too and the cancel culture is nowhere near as big as it used to be. They used to, they used to literally like research people's tweets. They're like, oh, this person, let me, huh, you blew up in 2019? What did you say in 2006? And just fucking scroll. Mm-hmm. And so like, it's just like, I feel like it's just one of those things where it's going to have to run its course. People are going to have to stop being pussies, honestly. People, people are going to have to grow some balls. Because the thing that I remember, and kind of segue, I, I was deployed, and it was me and this uh, Hispanic cat, Mexican dude. And uh, we would make jokes all the time. Like, all the time. Just jokes, like, just back and forth. Chicken was involved. Uh, cross, crossing a river was involved. <laughs> just certain things. And that we were saying, just going back and forth, and I remember one time we got called upstairs into our uh, our lead's office. And he was just like, hey. And he wasn't black or Hispanic. So I'll just leave it at that. And uh, he calls us to the office. And he was just like, hey, I want to talk to you all. And I was just like, yes, sir. And he was just like, this man said something and it's inappropriate, and I want you to, you know, feel some type of way about it, and we can start taking some moves. And I was just like, no, nah, that's not necessary. And he was just like, what do you mean it's not necessary? I was just like, because we're cool. He's like, what do you mean you're cool? He said, you know, this, that, and the third. And I was like, yeah, but I've also said, you know, this, that, and the third. And he was just like, so you're not okay, you're okay with him saying this? I was just like, yeah. He was just like, well, what if I said it? I was just like, well, me and you don't have that relationship. So if you said that, one, from a leadership position, two, from a position where I don't really know you, it would be weird and kind of offensive. Not to the point where I'd feel some type of way about it or, like, have my feelings hurt. But you just, you just saying it out the blue would just be like, yo. And it wasn't the N-word. It was just, like, phrase going back and forth. But it was just like, you just kind of saying it would be awkward as shit and yeah i will feel some type of way because we me and you don't have that relationship it's so, so he just he got mad and kicked us out the office he's like ah oh, get out it's almost like what we were saying in the group chat this is why i laughed like the group chat with uh one of our friends when she dropped the word or whatever oh, yeah <laughs> and it, it was, i said I, i'm pretty sure it was benny said it too but it's like the n-word is like a passport Mm-hmm. You have to treat it like a passport. Every time you go around a new group of black people, you have to get your passport checked. She got her pass. I checked her passport. I'm pretty sure David checked her passport. We stamped it, gave her a sign of approval. Like, yeah, anytime. We don't really care. But if she ever leaves and goes somewhere else, like, she's going to have to get that passport checked again. You can't just show up in a new country and be like, oh, yeah, no, you get hemmed up. You get hemmed the fuck up real fast. But you're like, hey, we can I get my passport stamped? And like, all right, you cool. <laughs> yeah, now you can drop it freely. You know, like that, and, that, and that was that whole situation in the desert. Like, 
me and him just had that dynamic where it was just like it didn't matter what we said to each other it was cool so just to have freaking like just watch how this all plan pans out now is wild and that lead didn't didn't know any way to how to contradict that or how like his point was not proven like yeah it, it was nothing <laughs> But yeah, no, nah, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy that that's where we are now and, and what we get into. And again, back to your original question, I think it just takes time. I think it'll die out with time. Just we'll see how things go from there and then hopefully they'll get better. I don't, I don't really see cancel culture being an issue in the next 10, 15 years, honestly. I think we'll, we'll, we'll move on to something different if we haven't started World War Three by then anyways. The memes of World War Three would be fired. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. See, yeah, and he's left. But yeah, no, I, I saw a meme when it, it was just like a meteor could be coming to Earth right now, and someone would be like, "Meteor coming to Earth? WTF? Ha ha ha! Oh no!" Third <laughs> with the anime eyes. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, nah. I don't think there's anything that could happen right now that we would not make jokes about. Like we we joke about fucking everything, which I think is helping cancel the cancel culture. The simple cancel, fact, cancel yeah, I, I like that. I, I think it is the simple fact that we're we're so desensitized to everything now that it's almost it's almost like the reverse of the earlier times. In the earlier times, war was super graphic and stuff. The Great Depression hit and super fucked up and shit like that. And when it hit, I don't think people really knew how to cope with it. That's why you have see so many people with PTSD. You see so many people with, you know, emotional and mental problems and stuff like that. I feel like now we have such a release and that's what we're going to getting away from the cancel culture that memes and all that shit is our release, is our relief, is our way to take the world and look at yeah, the economy's trash right now. Yeah, COVID was a pandemic that fucked up the world. Yes, you know, there's constant war, there's police brutality, there's racism, there's sexism, there's wage gap, there's, you know, hate, hate crime. crimes. A yeah. Yeah. yeah, like, we understand all that, but we understand, I feel like, with memes that it doesn't have to identify us. And I feel like that's what cancel culture takes away. When you do that cancel culture, you're taking away the potential possibility for someone to stand up for themselves like by you telling me i should be offended by something doesn't give me the chance to have conflict resolution or to even make up my own decision if it doesn't offend me if it doesn't offend me i'm just gonna say fuck it and keep it moving like why is that an issue so yeah no i, I love i love what memes have become i will say this though that all or nothing comes with a caveat uh know your audience Yes. I feel like knowing your audience is huge. I, again, I'm not going to go into a special needs program with, you know, kids who are suffering from Down syndrome and stuff like that, and then just start making jokes and calling people retards. Like, that's not <laughs> going to end up well for me. And, you know, knowing your audience and tact is huge. That's why I love stand-up so much. Just knowing the delivery of how they do it is awesome. Like Dave Chappelle? Like how he yeah. tried to get canceled so many times with the LGBTQ He's not trying, though. No, no, That's no, just no. It. Like, no, they're trying to oh, cancel yeah. him. The thing that blows my mind about comedians getting canceled 
is a lot of times people pay to go to these shows. So you get your hard-earned money, and I say hard-earned now because fucking the dollar don't mean shit right now. So you're getting your hard-earned money to go to these places to watch these people just for you to be a fucking sourpuss the entire time or complain when you leave. And it's just like, don't go. You don't like what they're saying on Netflix, watch a different show. You don't like what he's saying on the Dave Chappelle shit? Watch Orange is the New Black. I'm sure it counsels each other out yeah. somehow. <laughs> Watch the L word. Like, you know, like, you know, I'm pretty sure it balances out somewhere. Like, yeah. I don't know, but it's just like these people fucking, they, they get in these situations and just. It's like they're doing it on purpose. Like, they know what a person is like and they, they still go there and they're like, oh my God, that was so offensive. Like, why would you do that to yourself? Even if they don't know what the person's like. Don't go to a comedy show if you're easily offended. Mm-hmm. Like it, I, I, one of the favorite things I love watching is hecklers, and it blows my mind watching these hecklers go on stage, and fucking just or the mm-hmm. or the people in the crowd, and then watching the comedians just destroy them, and they're just like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And it's just like, "Well, they tell jokes for a living. That's how they get paid. You don't think that they run have a response for you?" You're drunk most of the time, more than likely. Like, this isn't going to end up well for you. A drunk person against a professional comedian. Hmm. Yeah. I wonder I'm who's gonna... going to win. <laughs> I mean, that's... You might as well put me in a fucking Little League baseball game. And I'm fucking <laughs> knocking them out the park, pushing first baseman over some fucking round in the corner. And just like... Punch a drop kick. Uh, but yeah, man. It's, it's crazy. We'll see. I don't think cancel culture is going to have something drastic happen. I think it's just going to die over but the thing is that the thing that we that get, get that get us through the day is laughter, and some people can and they take that the 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 humor that can keep us sane, and they just push the cancel thing. Like when it, when it comes to cancel culture, you take away the empathy, and also the a chance of forgiveness. Like maybe a person fucked up, they fucked up. There's no no two ways about it. There's no excuse about it. But when you if the person so shows retaliation and they want to show how to change because of cancel culture, they don't have that chance. Yeah. And the the careers or the lives even go go down the drain. So that's one of the big problems about it. Yeah. You know. But I don't know. I don't think. Oh, and then I don't think again. There's anything we can do, anything we can say, or anything that we can like really put out there that will stop cancel culture from from going away. I think it's just kind of it's kind of one of those things where it's going to be here for a little bit and then eventually it'll just, we'll forget all about it because again, we're feeble-minded as fuck nowadays. Something else big will come up and maybe we'll try to get some million-dollar people to go recover other pieces of the Titanic and then we'll talk about that some more. We'll do... Netflix is about to have that special, and that special is about to be popping. Oh my the god! Discovery, the Discovery. Oh, you know, you know it's coming. You know it's coming. Titanic two. James the, Cameron. <laughs> Titanic two. The Discovery. <laughs> like, like, oh, you know the fucking Netflix. And then the flu. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. <laughs> but yeah, nah. We'll see, man. We'll see. I think it's interesting to see where it's gonna go, but uh. Yeah, that. Cancel culture has been 
it's causes good things and bad things, you know, yeah. like good things. It can be, you know, it can help people who are clearly predators or they're just evil people from yeah. progressing in life. But at what point do we stop? At what point do we say, okay, that's maybe too much or, you know, how can we, I mean, we already talked about it, but how people just got to realize that you can't just cancel everything. You can't cancel, Tom, uh, what was it, Tesla and Thomas, uh, the other guy? Tesla oh. had a beef with, uh, who was it? Oh, Tesla and Edison? Yeah, you, yeah, why don't you cancel them? Because they, they clearly, one of them stole the idea from another, like, you know? Yeah. Money, man. Money, money. that's a million dollar question. Yeah. <sighs> Who knows, man? Shit, I'm probably gonna be canceled onto this fucking first episode right here. <laughs> I'm saying so much questionable shit. Which, it. It, so here's the thing, and we'll we'll wrap this up after this. I don't think I said too much questionable shit, but you never know. You never know nowadays. Like I felt like I when I this was a pretty mild show. I feel especially if you're offended by anything that you know is going on today, or if you're offended by you know this show or whatever. Never, never join the military. Never hang around with police officers. Never go into any corporate office on their downtime. Shit, don't talk to teachers. Because <laughs> teachers, when they're not around your kids, are horrible people. They're not horrible people. They're, they're just like, they're, they're just people like you. The craziest thing that I've realized as an adult is watching my friends who are teachers, psychiatrists, all this shit fucking get blitzed on a weekend mm-hmm. and like lose all their morals and i'm just like yo we put kids around you i mean yeah <laughs> they, they need to release that stress kids are stressful yeah I, I get it but it's just like yo they just regular ass people <laughs> but yeah if uh again i don't think what i said was crazy but you never know we gotta cancel the cancel culture yeah. okay you heard it here first cancel the cancel culture cancel, y'all cancel. put a hashtag on it Hashtag. Hashtag. Don't cancel us, please. JK. <laughs> but yeah, man. Well, this was the first episode of Keeping It 100. Again, Alex, I appreciate y'all sticking around with me. My homeboy, Santi, I appreciate you coming up and, you know, talking with me on this. Uh, this is a dope experience. I'm going to have a lot of work ahead of me as far as editing and going. And uh, I'm just excited and curious to see where this journey is going to take us. So. Again, I appreciate you uh, taking time out of your day in this hot-ass office. It's not uh, that bad. I don't have an AC in my house right now. In, in, in my gaming room. And the computer gets hot and I'm sweating. Sheesh. Literally and metaphorically sweating. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, no, thank you for having me here. It was, it was a great opportunity to talk about something that is so big and so controversial that it's just, it just needs to stop. Yeah. And only ourselves can can help us. Cancel the cancel, cancel the culture. You're not wrong. Anyways, appreciate y'all listening. If y'all stuck around this long, um, we'll see how many more of these I end up doing. I plan on having a schedule for these eventually. Just don't know where things are going to go yet. But again, your boy Alex is keeping it 100. Y'all be easy. Peace. Uh-huh. Yeah. One hundred. All I ever asked is one hundred. Yeah. One hundred. 
All I ever asked is one.